0: This is the start of a series of episodes that I am making specifically for husbands. Typically, I gear all my episodes towards wives who are struggling with low desire in their marriages, but with this series, I am directing these episodes towards husbands who consider themselves the higher desire in a marriage and they are struggling with their spouse's low desire in the marriage, and sex feels like it is more frustrating and confusing than they imagined it would be in their marriage. This is Jamie Andelin. I am a sexuality coach. I focus on intimacy, and I give you the skills needed so that your sex life can go from frustrating to enjoyable. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm here to show you that sex doesn't have to be any different than anything else in this world. If you want to be good at something, all you need are the skills. You practice the skills, and then you enjoy the results of being good at that thing. This is no different in your marriage. I'm so glad you're here to learn. Hello, listeners.
1: This is my... Fourth attempt at recording this podcast episode. The first time I recorded it, the sound quality was horrible. So I've made some changes to fix that for you because we all know listening to a podcast with terrible audio is painstakingly hard to do. And this information I have in this podcast episode is so good that I don't want you to stop listening because it's just hard to listen. So I'm doing my best to make the sound quality as good as I possibly can. So welcome and I'm so glad you're here. So the kind of sexual relationship that most husbands are wanting requires more individual mental and emotional work than they are realizing. A lot of husbands tend to think that they're Sex life, like the one they dream of having with their wife, is a physical sort of experience that it involves her hormones, him doing things to her that please her, and her wanting more sex so if there was like a pill or something she could take that would increase her desire, that would be great, and then they would finally be having more sex, and the sex would be fun and good, and so all their sexual problems would be fixed. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen. It is not that easy. Um, So when I say that the kind of sexual relationship that most husbands are dreaming of requires more mental and emotional work than they are thinking, what I mean by this is having and enjoying a sex life with your spouse that is a non-issue and that is eventually fun and easy between the two of you is hard work because it's individual work that you're doing on yourself. Not all the time, but there are three phases of sex. And to go from phase one to phase two requires a lot of individual work on yourself. And yes, your spouse has their own responsibilities and their own jobs to do. But part of phase one, Going from phase one sex to phase two sex is looking at yourself, taking responsibility for yourself, not blaming your spouse, but doing your own individual work. The more time you spend looking at your spouse and what you think they need to do and asking them to change, the more you'll push good sex further away from you. The more energy you devote to removing the blame off your spouse and choosing to confront and mature yourself instead, the more you'll be moving yourself closer to what you want, an amazingly enjoyable sex life with the love of your life. So when you're noticing that sex is more of a source of frustration with your wife than an easy and enjoyable one, this is your sign that it's time to evolve to the next phase of sex. So what are the signs that it's time to evolve? Well, her desire for sex will be low. You'll be finding yourself starting that we need to have more sex talk with her. You'll be noticing that she might want to have sex with you, but then she seems distant and disconnected, almost like she doesn't really want to be there. And you're becoming not okay with her consenting to sex that you consent sense she doesn't really want. So I want to share with you this important concept. Married couples are meant to grow through different phases of sex. But when sex feels like an issue, like these things I just mentioned, where it feels like you're not having enough sex and and your wife is distant, this usually means that you're resisting your own individual maturing that is needed so that you can evolve through to the next stage. So I think it's a good time to talk about each phase of sex that we're supposed to go through in married life. The first phase is a validation and self-reassurance phase. In this phase of sex, sex is used as a way to make you, as the higher desire, feel something and believe something about yourself. So maybe you don't feel attractive, unless you're having enough sex or maybe you don't really feel loved unless you're having sex maybe you don't feel like your wife fully chooses you if you're not having sex maybe you're just not feeling married unless you have sex a certain amount of times and over time sex has become something you use to validate what you want to believe and feel about yourself In this phase of sex, there's a lot of neediness going on. You'll feel a lot of desire for sex because there's a lot of things that sex is needing to validate in you. You'll feel sex is something that is needed for you to feel loved. And when your wife's desire for sex is low, you'll start to be tempted to think that something's off with her and what needs to happen is she needs to increase her desire for sex in order to fix this problem. The truth is... That if her desire for sex was increased, this would not solve for the problem of you needing sex to validate things within yourself. In this stage of sex, you may also find yourself buying things like lingerie to spice things up. Maybe your focus is on new sex positions and books that could help her like sex more. Maybe you're buying herbal libido pills or looking into hormones. You'll be tempted to talk to your wife about how you need more sex. You'll express to her that when you're having sex, you feel better and loved and happier. You're noticing that she will have sex with you, but she's starting to feel obligated then, and not actually wanting to enjoy sex for herself. She's feeling this obligation like she has to do it for you. She doesn't seem interested in sex. She doesn't know what she likes. She seems to forget about sex and you think you need to remind her. Your sex life is feeling more confusing and frustrating than full of love. And this married sex life thing is really not working out the way you imagined it would or the way you preconceived and thought it would happen. This is how you know you're in the first phase of married sex life. And if you're not enjoying this phase, then all this means is that it's time to evolve yourself emotionally and sexually, and you'll help your spouse evolve to the next phase too if you decide to evolve to the next phase. Before we talk about what you're going to need to evolve into the next phase of sex, I think we should just talk about phase two sex, like where you're going. The next phase, I'm calling phase two, just to keep it simple. This is where you and your spouse enjoy sex pretty equally. So your spouse will start enjoying sex for herself. Not just because you want it, but because she likes it. And she's going to want to... Exercise her own desire muscle. So she's going to want to be increasing her sexual desire and she's going to want her life to be set up in a way to where her libido is higher and she does have desire for sex. In this kind of sex, in phase two, you're working on some certain skills in your own individual life, which we will talk about in this episode. But it kind of provides the environment for her. It kind of creates this space for her to exercise her own muscles, her desire muscle. So in this space, she can think about what she wants for herself and she has more freedom to choose for herself instead of needing to provide for you. In this space that you created, it's called phase two sex and you helped create this space. She starts to discover what she likes sexually. So she's interested in sexual pleasure. She has an increase of desire to explore this part of herself with you. Sex becomes somewhat of a you do this for me and I do this for you. And it's actually pretty high pleasurable. This feels good for you and her to be in this place. And so sexual pleasure is more equal between the two of you. She will start speaking her mind more often, what she wants, and, and you'll be open to doing things with her that she wants, and she's more open to doing things with you that you want to do. And there really is a lot of pleasure here, and because more pleasure is happening, her desire just keeps increasing. Um, she will start initiating more often, and you'll notice that she is happy to have sex, and she's curious about sexual play. Sex starts to feel lighter and more playful and fun, and you're both happier and more at peace with your sexual relationship. Also, something that's going on in this phase is there's still a little bit of validation aspect going on, and you'll know this because you, as the husband, are still needing sex to validate you in some ways. You, for example, may find yourself keeping track of the last time you had sex, and You may find yourself reminding her that it's been a week or so and it would be good if you guys connected sexually and that you're needing that connection and she will most likely agree. She may think, yeah, it's been a while. You're right. It would be a good thing to have sex. So this is going on in phase two sex. It's a whole lot better than phase one, but there's still a little bit of that going on and there's nothing wrong with this phase there's a lot of high pleasure and it seems that the two of you are mindful that sex is good and an important part of your life together it's pleasurable it's fun to do it's easy it's something that you both look forward to so this is a great a great phase to be in then there's the last phase of sex we're going to just call that one phase 3 because we're keeping it simple but before we talk about phase 3 Which I may talk about at the end of this episode. We will get to it in further episodes. I wanna talk about the evolution that needs to happen inside of you so that you can move from phase one into phase two sex, because this is the hardest transition. This is where a lot of personal work has to happen. And we talked about this earlier, but the personal work is psychological, emotional, and how you're being in the relationship. Most of the work is individual, meaning it isn't your wife's work to do with you. It's your own individual and personal work to do. And she has her own individual personal work to do. You are not supposed to be keeping track of if your wife is doing her job or not, because whoever decides to do the work to move from phase one into phase two will inspire their spouse to do their work. So the the less you can put blame on your spouse or pressure them into that negative kind of pressure into, you know, pushing them into evolving, the longer it's going to take. But when you just decide, like, I'm going to move from phase one into phase two, there's going to be some hard things that I'm working on, Um, but I'm not going to be pressuring my spouse to do their work. I'm just going to be thinking about myself. This is really important. This is a necessary step in order to move into phase two sex. So remember that the hard things that are happening are not happening to you, but they're actually happening for you. And you're going to have some insecurities that are brought to the surface. So it's going to feel messy. And this is not a problem. You are not a problem. Your spouse is not a problem. Nothing has gone wrong. It's just a metamorphosis of sorts. And it happens in nature all the time. Example, caterpillars evolve into butterflies and the metamorpho- metamorphosis phase is messy, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. And there's no one to blame here. Preteens and adolescents also go through puberty. Nothing's wrong with puberty. It's just what happens. And on the other side, you've matured and evolved. Your body knows what to do and we just trust it through the process. So if you're not satisfied in phase one sex with your wife, That's your sign that it's time to evolve. The thing about maturing and evolving sexually with your spouse in a marriage is that it's actually deep emotional work, but it's worth it. And also, you have to intentionally decide to mature because it doesn't just happen. This is what's different for us as adults, as we decide to mature and evolve is it's different than what like caterpillars or preteens and adolescents go through because it's not like they're intentionally deciding to mature. It's just happening to them. But because sex is not part of the necessities of life, it's part of the, like the joys of life, the extras of life, the delights of life you have to choose. You have to work for it. You have to earn it in a sense. So in order to earn a sex life that is really amazing with your spouse, you have to intentionally decide to mature. When we stay in what I call emotional childhood, we stay stuck in phase one. When we decide to intentionally evolve and mature into emotional and sexual adulthood, you evolve into phase two. The work to evolve is hard at first and it takes longer than you expect it to take, but it doesn't take more than six months, especially if you're working with someone like me who can give you exactly what you need to do, point out where you need to shift and help you do all that and give you like the exact steps and how you're going to do it. So there's a few things that you as a husband will want to do so that you can move into phase two. These things are hard. It's not easy, an application, but it's actually pretty simple and it gets easier with practice and skills. So what you're going to need are skills, because this is how I help everybody get from phase one to phase two. Enjoying a phase two sex life with your wife is no different than learning a new sport or a hobby. You learn some new skills, you practice those skills, and then you enjoy the results. So let's talk about the skills you're going to need to evolve your sexual and emotional maturity so you can enjoy phase two sex. The kind where both of you are looking forward to it and both enjoy a lot of pleasure. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to stop using sex as a way to validate yourself. So you're going to need the skills of self-validating. There will never be enough sex in the world that will make you feel loved, desired, chosen, and attractive. The only one who can make yourself be these things is you. So you're going to stop relying on sex with your wife to provide these feelings for you. One of the reasons so many women have low desire is there is so much pressure on her and sex to provide and validate these things in you. This is a negative pressure that works against her sexual desire. And when she is ready to evolve into phase two sex, her libido will go down down if there is self-validating and needy sex going on in the marriage. There is very little freedom for her to explore her sexuality and to push on her own emotional and sexual maturity muscles that need increasing because you are unintentionally pushing the brakes on her desire. So imagine being in a car situation where the driver is pushing the brakes over and over again. This happened to me. I was in an actual Uber where the driver was taking me from the airport in California to Disneyland. It was about a 30-minute drive, and he expressed how He loved being able to charge the the Prius battery every time he pushed the brake. And so he would push the accelerator and then he would push the brake and then he would push the accelerator and then he would push the brake. And I was jerking back and forth for 30 minutes over and over again. I got so carsick from this back and forth motion. I was tempted to just jump out of the car. But this is a very similar situation that you are creating by using sex as a way to validate yourself. So your wife doesn't even have a moment or she doesn't have the freedom to push the accelerator on her desire because you keep reaching over and pushing the brake. And then you'll initiate talks about needing more sex and wondering why she doesn't have or desire for sex. This conversation is framed in a way that makes her think she is doing something wrong, or she needs to change something about herself. And it makes her think she's broken, which then shuts down her desire even more. But in reality, she's driving a car, right? Imagine this. And what's happening is you keep pushing the brakes, and then you're asking her to go faster. And it's almost impossible in this situation for someone to accelerate, even if they're pushing on the accelerator, if someone keeps reaching over and pushing the brake. The car is just going to be in that jerky motion and it's not going to accelerate very fast. So you're going to need to stop using sex as a way to validate you and this will let your foot off of the brakes. While your wife has the space to push the accelerator for herself, you're going to want to use this space to just validate things in yourself. The next skill you're going to need are the skills of self-confronting. This means you're going to look at yourself. You're going to hold a mirror up to yourself, and you're going to take a look at what you are believing about sex that is causing issues In your marriage. So, this is how you self confront. You're going to take a look at your thoughts and see how, when you're believing something, it impacts your behaviors. You're going to work on self awareness and making changes in your behaviors which means you're going to need self-awareness about what you're thinking because everything we're thinking impacts our behaviors. The way we think, the way we frame sex, the way we think about ourselves, our spouse, everything is going to impact what actions or inactions we take and what behaviors we take. For example, many husbands in phase one sex are believing this that a higher desire for sex is a sign of a healthier sexual relationship. It's healthier than having a lower desire for sex. This idea can create a sense of entitlement in some men and because of this idea, some men will believe that if sex is an issue or a challenge in their marriage, then it is more likely their partner who needs to change. This is the belief system that that starts to begin around thinking that higher desire is actually healthier than lower desire. So this will then cause the husband to have behaviors like avoiding taking a look at how their behaviors are contributing to her low desire. A lot of husbands in phase one sex who have the higher desire are completely missing That they are pushing the brake on their wife's desire by needing sex as a form of validation. They don't realize that her desire is low because they need sex to feel attractive. They need enough sex to feel loved. They need enough sex to feel desired, you know all those things they don't realize that they're pushing the brake and so what's needed is to self-confront and that ability to have that self-awareness to look at ourselves and say wow how am I contributing to low desire but if we are thinking that higher desire is healthy and good and that everyone should just have this higher desire then a lot of times we don't even self-confront so we avoid looking at ourselves and then we avoid taking a look at how we can change in order to contribute to a healthier sexual relationship in the marriage. So this avoidance of self-confronting is blocking you and your wife from evolving into phase two, into the next phase of sex. The third skill that is needed is the skill of switching off your own stress response without needing your partner, your wife, or your spouse to do it. And without needing sex to de-stress. In phase two sex, sex is something fun the couple does together because they are both looking forward to it, but it isn't necessarily always something they do to de-stress, and it isn't something that someone needs to de-stress because they know that they can soothe themselves and turn off their stress response and still connect with their spouse even if sex isn't happening. So let's recap. In order to move from phase one sex, that is needy sex and self-validating sex, where your wife has little to no desire, and you're keeping track of when you've had sex and needing to have sex, and you're initiating the we aren't having enough sex talk, and That's phase one. In order to move into phase two, sex, where sex is more pleasurable for both of you, your wife has more desire, and you're able to take turns pleasing each other, and you're both looking forward to sex as something fun that you do together, you're going to need some skills. You're going to need the skill of self-validation. You're going to notice how you are relying on sex to provide for you and validate in yourself and start validating those things inside yourself instead. Of using sex to validate those things, you'll be using your own self validation skills. The next skills needed are the skills of self confronting. You'll stop blaming your wife, you'll stop thinking that something is wrong, and just acknowledge that you're ready to evolve and mature your sexual relationship. That's all. There is no one to blame. It's natural to want to progress through the phases of sex with your wife. And you're willing to take a look at yourself and see how you are contributing and you're willing to stop putting any blame on your spouse. And then you'll want the skill of switching off your own stress response instead of needing sex to distress. And you're going to develop the skill of being able to connect and de-stress in many ways with your spouse and individually and take the pressure off sex to be this thing that will connect you or will distress you. Or, yeah, de-stress you. (laughs) Practicing these skills will stop pushing the brake on your partner's desire and will make space for them to push the accelerator on their desire if they choose to. These skills also make you a more mature man, emotionally and sexually. As you sexually and emotionally mature you'll create the best chance for your partner to enjoy sex. You can't control your spouse and you can't change your spouse, but you can change your behaviors and your ways of being in the relationship. When you change yourself, you change the pattern in your marriage. And when you change the pattern your spouse changes their behaviors. So we don't really change our spouses, right? We can't control them, but we can change ourselves, which then essentially changes the pattern, changes the behaviors in the marriage, and then your spouse will change their behaviors. And at first, your spouse will be not wanting Your spouse will not be wanting to, like, jump your bones and have sex with you twice a day, okay? You have to be warned. She will test you. This isn't easy. She wants to make sure that she can trust that these behaviors are actually you changing and that they are actually going to last and they're not going to be something you're just doing for a week or two so that you can have sex, She will require you to persevere for a while so she can trust you and then she will start allowing herself to want more sex because she will have the freedom to choose this for herself. It may feel risky for you to do this. This is one of the reasons it's so hard to change your behaviors and to allow yourself to evolve because you're going to be tempted to think that your spouse may never want sex again and you fear you may need to accept that and it's hard to evolve emotionally and sexually in your relationship and you're going to want to give up because it may not seem like the results are happening fast enough and your insecurities are going to come to the surface so you're going to feel grumpier, you're going to feel messier, your spouse isn't going to like it, you will just be feeling a lot more emotions than you ever have before and it's not easy. You're going to allow your insecurities to come to the surface, and then you're going to have to work through those insecurities. And as you need sex to validate you less and less, you're also providing a great environment in your marriage for your wife to think and choose for herself about what she wants to be like in her sex life for herself. And this is ultimately an amazing gift that you can give to your spouse. Ultimately, you're going to want to move to phase three of sex and marriage. And this is where sex is a fun place that you go together and not something you take turns doing to each other. Sex in phase three is making love. And it's more like a conversation that you have between the two of you. There will be a sort of sexy kind of simmer going on between the two of you most of the time and you're going to be at peace. You'll work together to design a sex life that you both agree on and love and you won't be keeping track of the last time you had sex because you really won't need to because great sex is always happening but also because you're both at peace with yourselves and with sex. And in this phase, you're giving and receiving to each other, but there really isn't a difference between giving and receiving because it's all just happening at once. When you are making love in this way, like I said, it's like a conversation. And so while you give, you also receive. Both of you are feeling this like so much love between you. Phase three sex doesn't just happen. Okay, this is why I'm explaining phase three sex to you is because you have to develop and practice the skills that will move you through phase one and into phase two in order to learn the skills in phase two that are necessary to make sex, this high pleasure thing between you and your spouse. And then there's skills that need to be developed in order for you to move from phase two into phase three, another set of skills. If you don't develop the skills it takes to develop and evolve from phase one into phase two, you won't be able to mature and evolve and develop the skills it takes to move into phase two and into phase three. So it's important that you understand that these are all necessary phases and all necessary skills so that you can have the sex life of your dreams And I am not giving you these skills and I am not calling you out on things because I don't like you. (laughs) I'm calling you out on things because I really want an amazing sex life for you and your spouse because it is so important to me that people understand how sex works in a marriage and how you can have way above average sex and that your sexual life and your intimate life with your spouse can be really amazing. But in order to experience that dream sex life that people dream about having with this other person that they choose to go to bed with every night, you have to be willing to look at yourself. You have to be willing to be called out. You have to be willing to change things about yourself that are causing problems, that are contributing to low desire, both of you. So for now, work on the skills that I gave you in this episode and once you've mastered those skills you'll know because you're gonna move into phase two if you're not enjoying phase two sex yet it's simply because you haven't mastered the skills yet so don't ever blame your spouse for for you not being able to enjoy phase two sex because when you do this you're forgetting how powerful you are for one And you're also asking your partner to take care of you and that will push her brakes on her desire again. So you have to believe that you are powerful enough to create the sex life of your dreams with your spouse and you don't need to blame your spouse in order for you to get what you want. You stay focused on your skills of self confronting and self-validation and self-soothing and then you'll evolve and as you evolve and mature emotionally and sexually you inspire changes in your spouse. I'm so proud of you for showing up and listening to this message today. This work is not easy but you can do it. Stay tuned for the following episodes in which we will dive a little deeper into some of
0: the work that husbands can do in this special series.